0: Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Salallahu wa barak al-Ashraf al-Anbiya wa Nabi Yina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah. We have reached now the third hadith from this text of Umdatul Ahkam, and this is the hadith narrated by Abdullah ibn Amr, Abi Hurairah, and Aisha. And, and this narration is on the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, called Waynul al-Aqabi min al-Nahar. This narration mentions that the Prophet stated, Well, be we to the ones whose hills are, yeah, and it was hellfire due to the hills. went entering the hellfire due to their hills. And this hadith is mentioned, there are three different companions that narrated them. As for the narration of Aisha, then this is what is found in Muslim, it's The narration of Aisha is found in just Sahih Muslim. As for the narration of uh, Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As, then this hadith is found in Bukhari and Muslim. And the narration of Abu Hurairah likewise is found in Bukhari and Muslim. Thereafter, we have a discussion about the narrators of this hadith and a companion narrates hadith. The first of them is Abdullah ibn Amr ibn As, ibn Wa'il. He was a sahmi And Shaykh al mentions a relation to him. There was a lot of worship. Half of the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ is a quote from Abu Huraira. Noun. And so he was known for engaging in much irada and that he memorized many of the hadith, many of the narrations of the Prophet. However, lakil تَقْثُرْ رِوَايَةُ عَنْهُ كَمَا كَثُرَتْ عَنْهُ عَبِي هُرَيْرَى وَلِلْعَى عَنْهُ لِعَنَّهُ كَانَ مُنْقَطِعًا لِلْعِبَادَةِ And so as for his narrations, then his narrations, even though he had many narrations from the Prophet ﷺ, his narration did not reach the extent of Abi Hurairah due to the fact that he wrote Anhu was uh, engaged in Ibad. A lot of his time was engaged in Ibad. Now, Sheikh Femin also mentions in relation to his death, the maar or the maar they differ. And so, like the historians, they differ in relation to his death, and where it was, and so it's narrated from Imam Ahmed that he passed away, or anhu, at the end of the Hijra in the year sixty-three. No. In the year 63, and of knows best. So that's the first narrator, Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Aas. The second is Abi Hurairah. The second is Abi Hurairah. And لله, we mentioned Abi Hurairah previously, in the previous hadith. The third is Aisha. Um al Mu'mineen, Pinta Abi Bakr. Abdullah ibn Uthman ibn Amr. Al-Qurashi. at taymi her anha wa an abiha. So Aisha. The mother of the believers. The daughter of Abu Bakr. Abdullah ibn Uthman ibn Amr. And she was born into Islam. So she was born as. Into a. Muslim family. What is all wajah and Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi Makkah, bada mouta Khadija? Wakabada zawajihi bi soda. Wahiba hiya ibn ata sittasini. And the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa married her after the death of Khadijah and before his marriage to soda. And she was at the age of six. And the marriage was consummated at the age of nine. To add here as well, her kunya, does anyone know the kunya of Aisha? Um Abdillah. Now, I'm the kunya of Aisha, um Abdillah. And what was the reason for his kunya? No. So, Ibn Hajr, Ibn Hajr, he mentions, as for the kunya of Aisha, that some of Ahlul and they differ as to why she had this kunya of Umm Abdillah. From them, as the Prophet mentioned, Saul was due to her love for her nephew Abdullah ibn Zubair due to the, the, the close relationship she had with her nephew, Abdullah ibn Sabir. And also, Muhammad mentioned as well that there's some that narrate that she actually had a child by the name of Abdullah that died uh, in infancy. Okay, the child that died in infancy and uh, the child was named Abdullah. However, from that which is apparent, the, the strongest of the opinions is that um she took this name due to her close relation with her nephew yeah and when it comes to um yeah any other any adilla or supporting evidence that the she had a child with this name then this is this is uh yeah generally weak because of course if she had had a child then this would have been they would these children this child would have been mentioned alongside the other children of the Prophet Now, and so, thereafter, we have the the, the, the meaning of this hadith, the moduah of this hadith. And the topic of this hadith, rather is that the individual must Cover all of the limbs when performing wudu. You know, the 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 importance of covering all the limbs when performing the wudu. And for mufradat by the general words of the of this hadith as well, and this is referred to as what, ikhwan, Do you remember? Like general wordings are found in a narration. It's a science, there's a science, actual science of it. That taqreej is something else, what's takhrij. You say this is the takhrij of the hadith. Yeah, where the books are found, where the books are, all of them are correct to be fair. Where the books are found, the relation of Asani, the Isna, and yeah, and it's sometimes the hukum, the, 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 the ruling on the hadith, with Sahih Hassan Daif. So, as for when we're talking about specific wordings, then this is referred to as the Gharib al Hadith. Gharib al Hadith. And there are books that are authored in this particular science. Some of them just going by that name, Gharib al Hadith. And from the most well known of these books, in this particular science is An-Nihaya. Now An-Nihaya by Ibn Athir. An-Nihaya by <laughs> Ibn Athir. Now, so as for the wordings of this hadith, then we have the first word which is wail. And this is referring to يعani, the warning of woe between such an individual. And it's a kalima to wa'id. This particular wording is a wording of warning. Likewise, as well, this word whale could also be referring to a wadin fidnah. Whale yaani, a particular valley within the hellfire. And so when you find this wording found within the source within the text, the word whale, then what could be understood from this is that this is the direct or the direct punishment for the person that falls into that particular action. Yani that they will be found or they will find their abode within that particular valley, within the the hellfire. And so, whale can be understood as a general word of warning. Also, it can be understood as, yani, uh, a valley within the hellfire. Likewise, as well, the word whale can be understood in relation to yani adab relation to the adab yani punishment or woman all of the all of these words are yani um relevant to malta who's best thereafter we have the word al aqab and this is referring to the hills yani the ends atraf the end of the feet Naam. And the Aqab is the gem of Aqab. That's the plural word Aqab. However, you have the plural of Araqib. The plural which is also Araqib. And this a uh, lot of animals best can be understood to be يعني, what is was referred to as the Jam. Naam. So you, sometimes you have a gem and you have jam or jam. So you have a plural, you have a plural of a plural. But then this is Araqib. Uh, is the jam of the word, word al Arqub. And so generally speaking here, it's referring to uh, the heels, that if the person performs the wudu, then I uh, am by missing the heels, this could be their a means and a reason for their entering the hellfire. Due to the fact that they have not completed their wudu. Due to the fact that they have not completed their performing the wudu. Thereafter, you have the words of the wording as well. Minanar, yani from, uh, the fire, and it's referring, no doubt, to the nar al akhirah, the hell fire in the akhirah, and this is the bayan for the kalima wail so the warnings wail and essentially, then it's made clear by way by way of the statement, Minanar, the Minanar from the fire. I beware the fire by way of this action. Wallahu ta'ala. And so the general understanding and meaning of this hadith is that this is a warning Against Leaving the hills and a movement generally leaving anything left over. When you're making wudu, you're neglecting parts of the limbs when making wudu. Now, for indeed, anything that's neglecting wudu is from you know, the fire. I mean, a means of a person being punished within the fire. Now, and so we understand that. If the Tahara, so if it comes to the Tahara, the, the purification, is of the most important of the condition of the Salah, then no doubt leaving off something or neglecting something from those conditions or neglecting something, it, which means now that this, this condition has not been perfected this is why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I warned against him due to the fact that he's left something's been left off from yani, the purification and The Prophet ﷺ, even though he mentions the aqab, you know, the hills in this regard, in this, in this relation, in this narration rather. We understand from it that it's am, and it's wooden is something which is general and not just that if the person leaves the hills, then he has this particular punishment. But if he doesn't leave the hills, falabats. Rather, this was due to the Moldwar. Well, the topic that he was discussing at that particular point in time So due to the topic that he was discussing at that particular point in time and this is why The Prophet Sallallahu mentioned that it heals Allah As for The fiqh of this hadith and the benefit of this hadith Then this hadith is a proof upon the obligation of washing the two feet. And the Nawi, he mentions that this is an affair of Ijma' and no one opposes that except for the Shia. So the washing of the feet, this narration is a proof of the washing of the feet. I know he mentions his ijma as well. And no one opposes this except for the Shia. For the Shia, they mention what? (laughs) Nah, I'm The Shia I mentioned, the wiping over the feet. However, the Haqq is with the washing of the feet and not just wiping. Likewise, this as well, this hadith is a proof that... Each of the limbs have to be washed, comprehensively, have to be washed, inclusive of every single part of that particular limb. Now, that the limb that the person reaches, or even beyond the limb, just just to ensure that they have performed the wudu in a manner which is correct and befitting. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Now, Likewise as well, this narration indicates yeah, the particular principle which is Al-Jaza'a Min Jins Al-Amal. Al-Jaza'a Min Jins Al-Amal. Yeah, that, the recompense is from the same form of the action itself. And so this is due to the fact that the recompense would be that the person's heels would be in the fire and this is a direct result of them neglecting the heels in their purification. Something that uh, Sheikh Ozan, he mentions as well in relation to Walaw, And it's, uh, it relates to this and comes to mind is that he mentions that from the hikam, from the um, wisdoms of iqtisad, so the person he conserves the water that he uses in wudu. From the, the reasons of this and the, the wisdoms of this is the fact that if the individual now was to perform wudu and use so much water, this can lead him to becoming complacent and believing that he's covered every single part of the limbs because he's used so much water. But it may be a case that he's used so much water and wasted a lot and even with that, he hasn't reached every single part of the limbs. So no doubt, when you use less water, it causes you to focus upon the limbs that you're washing and ensure that the water reaches each and every one, or each every part of the limb. Allah Ta'ala animals best. Now, likewise, as well, what we understand from this narration as well is that a person falling short and leaving off something from the the limbs. In the wudu, then this is regarded as being a min a kaba'ir. It's regarded as being a major sin for amongst those major sins. Allah Ta'ala knows best. This is what we can understand from this narration. Of Allah Ta'ala. Thereafter, we have the next narration, which is the narration of Abi Huraira له عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إذا توضأ أحدكم فيجعل في عنثه ثم ينثر ثم لينثر أفهم ومن استجمر فليوتر وإذا استيقظ أحدكم من نومه فليقصر يده قبل عن يُذْخِلَهَا في الإناء، فإن أحدكم لا يدري أين بات يَدُهُ السلام عليكم. And so this narration is our next narration where it's narrated by Abi Huraira, رضي الله that the Prophet Sallallahu الله عليه stated that if one of you is to perform wudu then he places or places the water within his nose and thus expels it and if one of you is to clean oneself after after the khadar had using the bathroom let them do so using the odd amount. And if one of you wakes up from sleep, then he should wash his hands before entering it into the utensil. For indeed, it does not know where his hands have been whilst he's been asleep. And so this is the narration. he. of course, Bukhari and Muslim and the topic of this Hadith is uh, an explanation of some of the affairs of Tahara, some of the affairs of how to perform Tahara and so Here you have the of al Hadith or the words of the hadith, and from them, the first of them is Ida Tawadaya. And if one of you is the poor wudu. And Sheikh Fameen mentioned Shara'ah. The word shar'a meaning what? Do you want to know what means in this rubber? Beda and no. So there are certain words that in context, they they come with the meaning of Bada' al-Amr. It means to begin something. So, of course, Bada' is one of them, to begin. Shara' is another. Another word would be Akhada. Now that he began with this action. So, here, Ila meaning if you begin the yani Shara' al wudu and began to make wudu. Then, he mentions, Faya'j'al. This lamb here, it was the first is the lamb Al-Amr I had a command and so the command here is for the individual that is the, the Mutawaddi the individual making wudu to perform the istinshap it's uh, a command for him to perform the action and this is the wording which is found in uh, Sahih Bukhari anyway, However, the wording found in Sahih Muslim mentions <tawaddaa>! <Shakespeare> So the word, the wording found in Sahih Muslim is يعني, yani yani clear the command with uh, the i am placing the water within the nose. We've discussed this in previous uh, lessons. Does anyone remember? What is the main cause behind the same, having the same narration, but different wordings? What is the main cause for it? It might provide some extra details that might not be covered in another wording. That's a benefit of it. But how does it occur? What's the cause of it? Why would you find, for example, in this case, we have a narration that is in Sahih Bukhari with word of a wording and a narration in Sahih Muslim with a different wording. The question it is Bukhari a sual It is with a different wording. What is the reason for that? That's one thing, that's one reason. They stated it on more than one occasion. That's not the main reason, but that's one reason. We're looking for the main reason. Now, that narrators, they would narrate by meaning. And this is something which is permissible, to narrate a hadith by meaning. So, to give you an example, if I, said to, uh, if I said to Hassan, Hassan, I went to the shops to buy meat. I'll say to Shamsu, Shamsu, I went to the shops to buy uh, chicken. No, nah. Well, I said, it to both. I said it to both. However, now Shamsul tells uh, Badr, I went to the shop to buy, or he went to the shops to buy chicken. Hassan tells man, he went to the shop to buy meat. But it's in the same gathering. But he narrates it by meaning. So then now, once, you, once they, they narrate it, each narrates by meaning, then you have different wordings. From the same government now and so from the from the uh, from the reasons and from the Adilla used by the Muhaddithin, yani specifically a Shafi'iyyah or Imam Shafi'i as to why you can narrate a hadith by meaning is due to the fact that narrations can be narrated in different languages you can narrate a hadith for the message of Allah in different languages. And it's accepted. And you can convey da'wah in different languages. And so, due to that, this is the acceptance of the narration. Wallahu ta'ala. Now, and so this is the command. Thereafter, the message of Allah. Mentions as well to expel the water from the nose, like at the end of the at the end of Ishtin Shak. To expel the water from from the nose. Likewise as well from the weather in this hadith, you have the mention of it, the istijmar. And istijmar, yeah I need the using of the Jimar. I yani need the ahjar, the reason of the rocks. To clean oneself. Now am once performing or once, uh, yeah, using the bathroom. Thereafter, you have the word fal-yutir. <coughs> yeah, yutir again has lam al amr. so it's a command again that the person performs witter. And so they use it to, yeah, and clean themselves with the odd number three, five, seven. Side. After that, I mentioned if the person, is stay up, yeah, and he wakes up, so they wake up from their sleep. now then they wash their hands. Again, فليقسل. Again, Lam Lam Al Amr. It's a command to wash their hands. The wedding of your day, either two hands, your day is referring to the cafe at like the two palms So the hands up until the wrists and as for the alina then this is the utensil by like the vessel but the person essentially should not enter their hands into the vessel meaning that they should not they eat from anything until they have uh, washed those hands because they do not know where the hands have been. And Allah Ta'ala knows best. As for our general meaning of the hands, narration here, then here this narration mentions particular actions which aid in the affair of tahara, aid, aid with purification and are a means of kamara tahara, a means of yani perfecting the tahara. And the Prophet commanded with the istinshaq, the izaz al I need to remove any form of dirt which I found within the nose, and nostrils. And likewise as well. The Prophet commanded with after Isthah the istijmal. I'm performing this istijmar with these three or more yani, in the terms of the other mount. And so this is due to the fact that Istijmar Tahara Istijmar which is performed for Tahara is Ibadah. And the witr is then the other mount is what is Referred to in a lot of the affairs when it comes to ibadah, the yani affairs of worship. For example, a tawaf. Now, for example, tawaf. The tawaf is how many times? Seven. seven. And so this is odd. Throwing the stones. Seven. No. Likewise, and likewise as well, the, the washing that is done for wudu is how many times? First, one. three times. Now. So each. This is just a continuation of the encouragement that the person that the person uh, does these actions upon. that which is it. which is the other amount, the last animal's best. Now. The first, the first of the Messiah that I found from this narration is based upon the statement of the Prophet that I've described it as and this based upon this narration. Imam Ahmed and likewise Ishaq Ishaq is who? Rahouye or ra- which one? Rahouya He said that with chest Why? Why not Rahouya? Some say Rahouya Ishaq Rahouya I would say Rahuya. Okay. <laughs> Essentially, it's uh, Rahu'i and of animals best due to the, the fact that some of uh, the mentioned al uh, way, the word way at the end, is a min mean from the valleys of Jahannam, away. And it would not be befitting that anyone had that in their name. And so, whilst there is a khilaf, what is um, regardless as being the stronger of the two is that is ishaq rahui, and ala kullin himself and ahmed they were upon they were upon the opinion that I, from this narration of the obligation of Shak due to the fact that the prophet sallallahu commanded with him and we know that the asal of a command is wujud The usel of a command is that it's obligatory. And Shafi'i as well as Malik, they mentioned that it is Sunnah. So They mentioned that it's Mustahab. And that uh, it's not an obligation. What do you think their proof is? To say it's not an obligation, stand No, the ayah, the ayah. So this ayah does not mention the Iestin and so they, they they say that this this narration now is for Ya'ani, the affair of it being sunnah. However, Allah ta'ala knows best the the Hadith could be understood to be tafsil Tafseed Wabayan Al mana Wajh, fil So the ayah mentions the face, and so the hadith I mentioned the تشارق is further clarification of what is inclusive of the face. يعني is تشارق. Allah ta'ala knows best. Now, likewise as well, the next issue we take from this narration as well. Is the istijmar, is the person performing istijmar and they do so, in a manner using odd, the odd amount of the stones. And this particular, uh, the proof for this particular opinion is uh, the fact that, again, this narration mentions the command, the witr. the not amount being used for the ishtishmar, <coughs> cleaning oneself after that, using the bathroom. Now, however, there are those that mention uh, a narration, of Abiharera where it mentions tajmara, ahsan, la, And so it mentions then yani, whoever performs istijmar, then let them do so or should, or they should do so we are using the wither, the other mount. And whoever does so then they have done well. Uh, they've done the best of actions. And whoever hasn't, there is no harm upon them. Uh, there is nothing upon them. And this is narration which is found in Muslim Ibn Muhammad, Sunan Abidawd, and the Sunan of Ibn Majah. And Ibn Hajar mentioned that this particular ziyadah, I this wording at the end, took a word at the end, then these words are Yani Hassan. Naam that this is the particular word, that is Hassan hasan. Allah Ta'ala's best. So if we were to understand upon that wording, then we would say that it is not an obligation. However, no doubt it is mustahab, and it's best for them to do so. Yani the witr. In that. Now. And um, the final issue we should discuss from this hadith is the washing of the hands now after waking up. Some of the fuqaha, mentioned that the washing of the hands يعani, after waking up is something which is mustahab. This is the opinion of Malik and Shafi' However, Imam Ahmed states that it is obligatory. Again, due to the fact that there is a command in the hadith. And there is no other narration that indicates other than this command. Now, there is no other text that indicates other than this command. In the previous Messiah that we discussed, there were other narrations that may indicate that, it's, that the command is not for wujud. For example, the first for the Eastern Shah. We had the Ayah. Now the Ayah found the, 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 ayah found the Surat al-Ma'id. Al- in relation to this Tishah. However, then you have the um, I mean in relation to the second Mas'ala as well. You have the additional wording, which was Hassan. In relation to this Tijmah. However, this third Mas'ala, where they have the of the washing the hands, there's no other narration that aids with uh, that particular masala, or that, or there's no other narration that can support it being mustahab or take it, remove it from it being obligation to it being mustahab. And so, lot of best, but the stronger opinion is that it is an obligation based upon that command allahu ta'ala knows best and insha'Allah we'll conclude with this we'll conclude here insha'Allah and go on to the next duration now once the next duration next week barakallahu <laughs> feekum wa jazakumullahu allahu khayra wa sallallahu wa barak ala muhammad Ich sage es euch. Ich الحمد لله euch. Ich